0: Hello and welcome to Natural Health Simplified, where we help you cut through the noise and provide simple, science based strategies to help you live a healthy life. I'm Bobby Metta from Blackmore's Institute, and today I'm joined by Director of the Blackmore's Institute, Pharmacist, Naturopath, and respected author, Professor Leslie Braun. Today we're going to discuss preconception, the crucial stage before pregnancy that impacts fertility and health outcomes for both the mother and the baby. Welcome to Natural Health Simplified. How are you, Leslie?
1: I'm great, Bobby. Thanks for having me. This is a really important topic and it has a huge impact not only on today, but also for future generations. So setting yourself up for a healthy pregnancy and a new life is really the best form of preventative medicine.
0: And that's a really great way to look at preconception, but it still seems that in Australia, at least, it's not often given as much consideration as perhaps it should be.
1: You're absolutely right. An Australian report published in 2018 stated that only 50% of Australian women plan their pregnancies. That means that half the women who are pregnant haven't even prepared themselves for their pregnancy.
0: That is amazing. Leslie, can you explain why preconception is such a critical stage?
1: Well, preconception is such a vital time because it's the time when you can actually enhance your fertility. It increases the likelihood of a healthy pregnancy, and it's also important to implement changes that will continue after birth to ensure a healthy post pregnancy period and hopefully with some really long lasting healthy habits. It's also important to remember that preconception care involves males as well as females. Mm -hmm. And the research shows that males are solely responsible for about 20 to 30 percent of infertility cases and contribute to about half of the cases overall.
0: Yeah and that's a really significant point. Preconception care is a shared responsibility and us chaps also have a huge part to play and we'll touch on that later. But before we go any further, can you tell me what are your key elements to consider in a comprehensive model of preconception care?
1: Well for me there are four key components for a healthy path to pregnancy and the first one is lifestyle factors, then there's dietary factors as there always is, scheduling preconception checks with your doctor and finally modifying your mindset.
0: Okay so you mentioned lifestyle up front so what sort of lifestyle factors should we be considering?
1: Well, there are a couple of important things that we need to look at during this screen and clean stage. (laughs) For example, smoking, which can be harmful to both eggs and sperm. It can decrease fertility and also increase the risk of miscarriage, low birth weight and also other abnormalities. Mm. And don't forget the dangers of passive or secondhand smoking as well. Now, looking at your immediate environment is also really important and a very useful exercise. So minimizing your exposure to household toxins, and by that I mean things like pesticides and herbicides fungicides and other what we call chlorinated hydrocarbons because they have been associated with decreased fertility and also an increased risk of spontaneous miscarriage. And now don't forget some of the good stuff and that is the importance of exercise which I think I recommend for absolutely everything. It's just 150 minutes a week or roughly 30 minutes on most days is enough to give you all the benefits of exercise and not only is it really good for improving your cardiovascular fitness and just keeping you active, it can help to manage your stress levels and overall with a healthy diet can help keep your weight in check as well. So studies have shown that a 10% decrease in pre-pregnancy BMI could decrease stillbirth by 10%, which is something a lot of people don't think about.
0: Mm, pretty significant stuff. Uh, you also mentioned the importance of diet, Les. You know, what are the key changes that need to be made with regard to people's diets?
1: Well, the first thing we need to focus on is limiting, or if you can, completely cutting out any junk food. Now, junk food's often very high in sugar, saturated fats, salts, and preservatives as well. So instead, what we want to aim for here is healthy, wholesome, home-cooked meals if you can do them, including a range of nutrient-rich fruit and vegetables, which are particularly important in this time because of their antioxidant content. We've all heard about the importance of cutting back alcohol in pregnancy, but it's also important to think about this in the preconception period as well, because alcohol can in fact impact fertility. The Australian National Research Council in fact advises against drinking alcohol before as well as during pregnancy. Sperm is affected by alcohol as well, so men also need to be thinking about this and minimising their alcohol intake. The other one is caffeine, and again, caffeine is something we think about a lot in pregnancy and reducing it at that time, but it's also important to start reducing caffeine beforehand because caffeine can reduce fertility in both males and females. So what I'd recommend is keeping it to about one cup of coffee a day, no more, particularly while you're trying to conceive.
0: And I guess it's also important to remember that it's not just coffee, but also tea can contain caffeine as well, so don't overdo it with the tea either. Thanks, Leslie. That was a great broad overview in terms of lifestyle and diet. What we're going to do now is look at a few specifics. And I was just wondering if you could break down some of the essential nutrients to support healthy conception.
1: Oh, look, sure, Bobby. There's many that are really important, but I'm just going to focus on three today. And that's folic acid, iodine and vitamin D. Now, it all starts with healthy nutrition. So, starting off by having healthy food before you conceive and through pregnancy is going to be the key to everything. But for a lot of people, keeping a healthy diet every day is very, very hard. And that's just the reality of a busy life, I guess. So, looking at supplementation is going to be important and worthwhile.
0: Awesome. Now, folic acid is the first one you mentioned, and I guess it's probably the most well-known of all the nutrients we associate with pregnancy, but it's also vital in preconception.
1: You're right Bobby, a lot of people think about folic acid in pregnancy, but you've got to start before pregnancy. In fact, most women don't get enough folic acid from their diet just on a day-to-day basis. The recommended daily amount of folate is 400 micrograms. But if you're planning to become pregnant, you should supplement with 400 to 500 micrograms of folic acid per day for at least a month before conception and certainly for the first three months of pregnancy where your folic acid requirements increase substantially. Now, folic acid is really important because it can prevent defects of the neural tube, which later becomes the baby's brain, spinal cord and the bones that enclose them. In fact, a meta-analysis, and now a meta-analysis is just like a mega trial where they put a whole lot of trials together and analyse them all at once. Now, a meta-analysis found that periconceptional use of folic acid supplementation prevented 79% of neural tube defects, which is a huge reduction.
0: Uh, What about iodine? Now, it's not a nutrient that you often discuss in conception, but like folic acid, it also plays a role, doesn't it?
1: Iodine is so important, and most certainly warrants mention here. We know that iodine is vital in pregnancy and breastfeeding for normal growth and brain development, but still, there are many studies now looking at examining iodine before pregnancy. So, you're right, this is something that a lot of people don't think about. In fact, there was one study that found a positive association between the iodine status before conception and the child's IQ. So this is really significant stuff and the research does support that low maternal iodine status in pregnancy can result in poorer cognitive function for the child. So what I'd suggest is that people look at their iodine status before pregnancy as well as during pregnancy just to be certain.
0: Wow, that's really interesting information. Um, what about vitamin D? It's something we hear about so frequently. Is it something that also needs to be considered in preconception?
1: Yes, definitely. Vitamin D deficiency has been linked to adverse events in pregnancy, so things like pre-eclampsia, preterm birth, and small for gestational age, as well as gestational diabetes. Therefore, it's essential to ensure that women planning a pregnancy have adequate vitamin D levels. Now, one of the easiest ways to get your vitamin D levels up is safe exposure to the sun. Um, good food sources of vitamin D also important to include, and these are things like oily fish, which is salmon, trout, and mackerel. You do get some in red meat, and there's a little bit in egg yolks as well. But for those who've got limited consumption of these foods, I'd really strongly suggest getting your levels checked, and you might need a supplement.
0: A great insight into three really useful nutrients, folic acid, iodine and vitamin D. Now, at the start of our conversation, we mentioned the importance of men looking after themselves to boost their chances of conception as well. Now, what are the key nutrients that men should be considering and are they different?
1: I'm so glad you're asking me this because a lot of people think about women in the preconception period and pregnancy and men are equal partners here. And so there are certainly some things that men need to be thinking about. And the three key nutrients that I want to focus on today are coenzyme Q10, zinc, and selenium. So coenzyme Q10 has been shown to improve sperm quality. So for men, it's definitely a nutrient worth considering. It's also got antioxidant activity, which means it mops up those harmful free radicals in the body, and it also plays a key role in processes that require energy, which includes sperm motility, in other words, just sperm movement. Research has demonstrated that people who took CoQ10 supplements had better sperm motility compared to those who didn't. The thing I also like about CoQ10 is it's really safe and there's no side effects, so no downside here at all. Zinc is the other one, and I think a lot of people do link zinc with male fertility and male health, and absolutely spot on again. Having the appropriate amount of zinc in the semen is necessary for sperm production, sperm count, and sperm function. So research has shown that zinc is very effective at protecting sperm from also bacterial and chromosomal damage. So it's coenzyme Q10, and it's zinc so far, that are two of the really key important ones people need to think about.
0: And zinc, of course, has really beneficial effects on supporting the immune system as well. And So it's really a really valuable nutrient, even for people not looking to have children. Uh,
1: Yes. I mean, zinc is involved with so many body processes. It's quite a remarkable mineral. Um, The other one we talked about was selenium. So let's talk about selenium for a second. It's another antioxidant, which is a little bit like CoQ10. Studies have found that infertile men tend to have lower selenium Mm. levels in their semen compared to healthy populations. So we do know that selenium has got a protective effect. Um, It's that antioxidant activity that's really important. And it has been shown, again, to improve both sperm motility and viability. So the CoQ10 and the selenium and the zinc, three really important nutrients Men.
0: And what's the best way for us men to ensure we're getting enough of these nutrients, Leslie?
1: Well, diet's really important and um, always should be the first place that you start. For a lot of people, they find that really hard. And also, for some of these nutrients, you're going to need doses far higher than what you find in a typical diet. So, in that case, I'd recommend looking at a specifically formulated preconception formula just to be certain.
0: Great. Now, Regular check-ins with your doctor, I'm guessing I know the answer to this already. Of <laughs> yeah. course, it's going to be important, but just how important is it?
1: Yes, very, very, very important. Uh, it can help identify many conditions and also some of those occupational or lifestyle issues that might affect your conception and fertility as well, or even endanger early pregnancy. They can also help you to understand your fertility through your menstrual cycle, so you can become more familiar with your unique cyclical pattern and help to identify your fertile time, which obviously means increasing your chances of conceiving. Also, don't forget a conversation with your pharmacist. They're so accessible. They know so much. And that might also be really valuable, particularly if you're taking a whole range of medication while you're trying to become pregnant.
0: Now, your fourth tip is one that really interests me. You mentioned mindset. Is there more to it than just staying positive and managing your stress?
1: Oh, I think diet lifestyle mindset needs to go against everything for good health across the board and absolutely crucial here as well. For many women, this is the first time they've really looked at their diet and lifestyle. So it's a great opportunity to take control and to make some of those long lasting positive changes and put yourself first because a lot of women don't think about that. But this is a time to make your health a priority.
0: Wonderful. Thanks, Leslie. So just to recap, we've discussed the importance of a tailored lifestyle, a diet consisting of important nutrients for both men and women, and maintaining that really focused mindset. Finally, what other useful advice or tips would you suggest for a healthy conception?
1: Well, Bobby, we've only had the chance to talk about a couple of nutrients. There's so many others. Um, Iron, calcium, the B vitamins, omega-3 fatty acids. There's just so much more here. The other thing to think about is if you are vegetarian or vegan, you're really going to need some extra special support. So I'd recommend going to see a naturopath or a nutritionist just to really look at your diet and to tailor make what supplements you might need.
0: Thanks so much, Leslie. It sounds like there's a lot more to this important topic than we can look at in a separate episode on supporting a healthy pregnancy. It's certainly been a fascinating and informative look into the importance of healthy preconception. I've learned a lot of new information.
1: Oh, thanks, Bobby. I really do think this is the truest form of preventative medicine.
0: Thanks. And I hope you've also enjoyed this episode of the podcast. And I look forward to you joining me again soon for another episode. I'm Bobby Mehta, and this has been Natural Health Simplified. Until next time, goodbye for now.